Of all the branches of philosophy, Stoicism is the most pragmatic and actionable. It's about finding tranquility independent of circumstance by understanding and mastering what you control and letting go of what you don't. This podcast is about bridging the gap between the beautiful, concise teachings of the Stoics and everyday life. Each week, we bring quotes from the Stoics that are meaningful to us on our journey to better embody the ideals that they taught, with the hope that seeing personal struggle will be universally applicable. Just for the intro, we wanted to go over our, our me and Bruce's own origins in Stoicism, and then through a couple of the philosophers who are the most important, prominent ones because of the texts they wrote, and then a few of the principles of Stoicism that'll be important to know, and then the benefits of what we think this podcast can bring. So the higher pitched voice that you've been hearing is me, Justin. And the one just one note lower is me, Bruce. We'll try to use our our names gratuitously as we refer to each other to help everyone get acquainted with it. But we wanted to just go briefly into how we got into Stoicism. And mine was in an intro to philosophy course. In the course, I got was exposed to all different branches of philosophy. And when we spoke about Stoicism, that was the one that really piqued my interest because of possibly because of what my friends would refer to as my quote unquote unhealthy need for control and stoicism offered from what i heard of it it offered a way to be happy independent of what happens to you meaning that nothing external can actually hurt you and that idea was very intoxicating for me and so i began to listen to a bit more about stoicism and then finally i was able to read meditations by marcus aurelius we'll go into that a little more later but that's one of the biggest books on stoicism and reading that really changed how i saw stoicism and made it become much more of a not just something empty to listen to but something that i could live my life through that perspective. I wish I could have learned stoicism in a nice warm classroom, (laughs) but I had started a company and we were a few years into it and we were struggling to really bring it in for a landing and we were at a pretty bleak stretch of it. And then at this time we were also going through kicking out different members (laughs) of the team and uh, and just just trying to make a go of it before like a deadline that we had. And so I remember hearing a little bit about stoicism on a podcast. And so I downloaded the meditations as well. And then I headed out to a canyon and just went for a walk and listened to the meditations. And so it was pretty cool and cinematic in a way. But what I began to hear from Marcus was this way of being that these external things are no longer in control of your life. And there there was a way to be in difficult circumstances and still 
have joy and still have equanimity and still be able to get to the best outcomes that were possible. And so what I also loved about him was that here's a Roman emperor that has absolute power. And yet by all the accounts that they have of him, he was just, he was kind, he was strong. He like was, was able to deal with circumstances in a capable and kind of ideal way. And so that's really, I think what draws a lot of people into stoicism is this way of kind of being more deeply round or grounded in virtue and being able to be a great person in hard times and to be able to enjoy happiness regardless of what happens to you. Now we wanted to go through a little bit of the philosophers that are part of Stoicism and give you a bit of an overview of them. And we thought Marcus Aurelius would be a good one to start with, considering how important he was for both of our journeys. And we came up with kind of clickbait titles for each of the philosophers. So you know a little bit of their life, but how a tabloid would cover it. <laughs> and so Marcus, chosen to be a king, but good. And there's six exclamation points and question marks at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Click now, <laughs> emotional. <laughs> uh, but the good things to remember about him, just he was an emperor. He was chosen to be the king. And so he became king and he was considered one of five of the good emperors of Rome. And so he... Over like 2,000 years. <laughs> so that's a pretty select group yeah, there. Select group. But he was, like Bruce said, just known for being equanimous and having a level head, even though a lot of crazy things happened throughout his life. The next person we wanted to talk about was Seneca. And his tabloid headline would be forced to commit suicide. <laughs> and on, on first blush, maybe... Uh, somebody committing suicide seems like the less, the least stoic thing that you can do, but he he really was just forced by the emperor to commit suicide. <laughs> one of um, the bad emperors. <laughs> yeah, one of the bad emperors, and he's probably most famous today for letter letters from a stoic, and basically he wrote all these different letters to different people that are pretty awesome and can contain a lot of stoic ideas and very pithy statements and so the the way that he says things today like you can take one of his things and you can stick it on a beautiful backdrop of a mountain and put it on instagram and everybody's gonna like it that's probably what seneca's best at <laughs> a funny ironic thing i had a friend who took a picture of exactly like one of those quotes in his house that was by marcus aurelius and he was and it was just in his mom's room. And he was like, look, my mom's a Marcus Aurelius fan. And then I talked <laughs> with her a later day and I was like, oh, I heard you have a Marcus Aurelius quote. And she said, who? And I was like, oh, up in your room, your son sent me a message with it, like with a picture of it. And she was like, oh, is that who said it? <laughs> and she just did not. <laughs> so, to your point, I think both of them can be very pithy and be put with the backdrop of the mountains and 
Well, I think that is is kind of the beauty of Stoicism is it's not like Immanuel Kant's critique of pure reason where you have to take a course in order to understand the book mm. that is like he like invents all these new words and does all this stuff. Like Stoicism is a lot more direct and pragmatic and actionable, which is what makes it beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then going with that, the third philosopher we just wanted to introduce briefly is Epictetus. From slave to sought-after philosopher. And basically, he was a slave at one point in his life, and then he became a philosopher. And notably, Marcus, in the beginning of his book, he thanks a friend for having lent him Epictetus's, some of Epictetus's writings. And Epictetus is known for writing the Enchiridion, which is translated means the handbook. And he's known for, well, known for this book, for his life. And a big principle in the Enchiridion that's really crucial to Stoicism is the dichotomy of control. The dichotomy of control is basically this idea. And it it serves as a foundation of all Stoic thought. So we want to make sure that we talk about it in this introductory type of episode because it's that important, but basically it's this idea that there's things that you can control and there's things that you can't control and all good is focused on virtue, which is within your control. And then all vice or all bad is focused on vice, which is also within your control. And so the idea of a stoic is to focus on what you have control and then let go of everything else and creating that good comes from the virtues which are the the four cardinal virtues of stoicism are wisdom justice courage and temperance we'll go through those a lot more all throughout the uh, all throughout the episodes but those are the four of them and we'll talk about about them in great length but a big part of stoicism is trying to embody those virtues and live them out the Stoic inspiration for, for virtue is really nature or how the world operates. And a big idea of Stoicism is living in harmony with nature. And later on, they came up with a more cool way to say that, which is a more fati. And basically, it's love what is or love your fate. And on the theme of saying things in Latin to make them sound cooler, the last principle we wanted to go over (laughs) is memento mori, which means think of your death. And this one's a little, it sounds very intense, and I recognize that. But to me, it's actually one of the most tender teachings of the Stoics. And it's the idea that You know, we don't own our own life because at any point you could have a heart attack and die. You could have a stroke and die. You know, anything could happen that could just a car accident just out of nowhere. And I'm sure we all know people who have died suddenly. But the beauty of it is when you recognize that, then every moment you're alive is a gift. And it's kind of that you know, maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I don't deserve to be alive, but I am. 
So let me make the most of it. And a quote by Marcus that I really like, because beyond just, I don't own my life, I don't own the lives of anybody else around me, and they could also go at any moment. Marcus has a quote where he says, and once again, it's a little intense, but I really like this. Kind of- <laughs> this, this might not be one that you put up in your nursery. <laughs> <laughs> but he says, as you kiss your son goodnight, whisper to yourself, he may be dead in the morning. And I just think about it because every time I see, I mean, I don't have kids, but every time I see somebody put their kids to bed, it, it's that idea of what if this were the last time I were ever to put my kids to bed? And how would I do that? And the same way with, you know, what if every time I talked with a friend, I said, this may be the last time I ever speak with them or my mother or anybody else in my life. And it just, thinking of your mortality really changes the way you treat others and the way you treat life and brings out the best in both of those. Now that we've introduced you to ourselves, the origins of Stoicism, the key philosophers, and the principles that underlie it, we wanted to end this episode by talking about the benefits of Stoicism and practicing it for you, and then also what you you can expect from this podcast going forward. So fundamentally, as you practice Stoicism, and we found this to be true in our own lives, is you become a better person, <laughs> less reactive to situations and more, more in control of your own behavior. And then you, you also have a greater ability to handle difficult situations well. So for me personally, as I've gone and continued with entrepreneurship, it's been way easier after I just divided the world into, okay, I have control over this or I don't have control over that. And I'm going to focus what I do have control over. And it's made me way more capable as an entrepreneur because you spend less time worrying about things outside of your control and more time just acting in harmony with your your best ability. And then from the podcast itself is we're trying to be your friends <laughs> that happen to live in your earbuds, I guess. And what we're doing with the podcast is we're taking these quotes each week and we're really trying to apply them into our lives and then create insights and applications that are useful to you. So we're doing this as as a service to whoever you are, the listener of like, we're actually going to take stoicism and then try to um, make it applicable and try to take the best ideas and, and give them to you each week. And, and then uh, if I can just interject, uh, just a big thing with, I think all those is we are trying as well. And so we'll try to have grace for all of you that are trying. And as we hope you'll have grace for us as we continue to strive. Part of, part of that idea is to show how it really is. And so we want to show from, examples from from our lives and kind of have more of that personal type of relationship with you as the listener because what's most personal is usually the most universal we found a lot of strength from it 
we want to show you as we kind of progress through it. So then you can hopefully respond well to your own painful situations <laughs> and challenges in, in your life. So with that, we wanted to invite you to join us as we begin modern meditations. Modern meditations.